0: welcome to paws and perros if you are a dog cat or animal lover this is the show for you have you ever wondered how to foster animals how to begin an animal rescue or pet-based business when you don't have the time or simply how to become the best pet owner out there well search no more my name is raquel sid i'm from new york city dominican american and i've been fostering since 2018 with no formal dog or cat experience each week i'll deconstruct the world of animal rescue. You'll get to hear from me and the amazing people who are saving furry lives, impacting humans, and how you can do it too. We need more doers in the world. And this podcast will equip you with the how so you can focus on your why. To our cuddle friends, this is for you. Hola mi gente. On today's episode of Paz and Perros, we have a solo episode with your host Raquel, which is me, for those of you who may be listening for the first time. For those of you who are consistently weekly listeners, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means the world to me that out of all the things you could be doing right now, you're listening to Pause and Perros. So guess what? Paz and Perros has officially reached 20 episodes, and by the time you're listening, it's going to be 21 episodes and I just cannot believe it. Starting a podcast for animal lovers started off as a whimsical idea for me. I would often say one day and I started off my journey in 2018 fostering dogs and then I went on to foster cats when I had never owned a cat before And I absolutely loved fostering. I learned so, so much. So after I found out that I was pregnant with my baby girl, who's now four months, I realized that I needed to find another way to stay involved in animal rescue. And this podcast idea was like, okay, it needs to happen now, like yesterday, because I wanted to take the time to adjust to motherhood, you know, being a first time mother. And then also we decided to move and then shortly found out that where we were going, they don't allow dogs. So at least for now, because I'm hopeful that I can convince our landlord one day because it is a house. And so I feel like there could be more flexibility than if we were living in a building like we were before. But stay tuned for that. I spent about four months after purchasing a microphone thinking about starting but being too afraid to begin. And I would think to myself, who would listen? Who am I? I'm no expert. I don't even know how to edit. And, you know, thanks to my baby girl, It accelerated the process for me because I realized the time is now because when am I going to do this? Am I going to take a break from animal rescue and then go back to not doing anything at all? So that was my big push. I went ahead and I sent my first interview request. I couldn't believe that I did that because I didn't even have the podcast name ready yet and I didn't even know how to edit. I wasn't 100% ready. But here I was reaching out to guests on the podcast and I got yeses. And did I get people who didn't answer me at all? Absolutely. But it didn't matter because the yeses that I got are the episodes that you have listened to. Now we're 20 episodes in. So if you listen to other podcasts and, you know, maybe they're like 200 episodes in or 300 episodes in, that might not sound like a big deal to you. But to me, this is such a big deal. Like 20. I I sat down. This wasn't even a planned episode that I had. And then I was like, wait a minute. Let me celebrate my small wins. Like, you did 20 episodes, Raquel, of something that scared you so, so much. Before starting, like, it scared me so much. So, again, clearly you can hear it. I cannot believe I'm 20 episodes in. Something I read is that most podcasts fade by their seventh episode. There's a term for it. It's called pod fade. So, on today's episode... I want to share with you the five lessons that I learned and I think this could apply to you as you consider a passion project. So that's my intention and goal for you is if you've been thinking about a passion project and you haven't started for whatever reason, I hope that the five lessons that I've learned from starting my passion project inspire you to do something. Whether for you it's a podcast, to begin fostering, to begin volunteering, to begin considering a pet based business whatever it is i hope that you take some of these lessons for yourself because we need more doers in the world i want more animal lovers to convert to doing because it's great if we love something but what actions are we taking and it could even be if you're an animal advocate or informed pet parent that you're learning and and what you're putting out there is that you're the best parent out there and you're an informed animal advocate and you can inspire others as well through word of mouth and through your everyday actions. For those of you that are on the fence about starting something, I hope that the following propels you to just begin. So let's get right to it. Here are the five things that I learned. I'm going to mention all of them and then we're going to dive into them. One of the lessons I learned is focus on your why. Number two, GTS, which I learned in 2020 from a coaching program i was in and it's google that shit number three allow others to help you number four everyone started at zero and for some everyone started somewhere number five be kind to yourself and actually a bonus number six is be patient so let me dive into all of these focus on your why it's important for you to think about why why do you want to start xyz project so for me my mission is to inspire animal lovers to take action by having more doers in animal welfare i truly believe we will have a better world there will be less torture out there more love and we would have a healthier planet where we respect all species we need to coexist in harmony with all species We cannot have humans existing on the planet without animals or plants. Like we all contribute to the circle of life. Every single one of us. The most smallest insect out there contributes to us being able to live for food, being able to grow, all these things. And so we need each other and existing together in harmony will solve a lot of the issues that we're facing. So my why of wanting to inspire animal lovers to become involved keeps me going when Shit gets hard. Um, it's definitely not easy. And the why is so important, it will help you keep you going. Another part of my why is future children. I want children like my daughter Malou to enjoy Earth's pleasures, and I want baby animals to actually make it to adulthood and I want them to not live in suffering. It really saddens me that feelings that are or sorry, animals that are fully capable of feeling are tortured in the ways that they are. And by humans like animals don't really be torturing each other for no reason right so that's another one of my why i just want us to be more conscious of what we purchase like when we go on vacation what are we contributing to unintentionally because a lot of times we don't know that we're contributing to things in such a negative way you need to focus on your why because it's not going to be easy when you start if you have a strong why that actually matters to you then you're going to be compelled to action because if you think about some of the things you're not doing right now that you're like oh i want to do xyz and you're not working towards it like maybe your why is not clear and maybe the why that you have in place is actually not important to you the reason i'm suggesting it might not be important to you is because you're prioritizing other things before that goal for whatever reason for whatever excuse i don't have time i don't have this i don't have that it's like if your why was really clear and it was a why that you really mattered to you you would be moved to action no matter how small it is. You would begin. So that is why it's very important to focus on your why. So what you can do after you listen to this episode, if you're like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, you're right. I said I wanted X, Y, Z, but in reality, I don't really care about that. And that's why I'm not working towards that. Let me see, like, what's the real thing that I want and what's one small thing I can do towards that. Okay the second lesson is gts google that shit so do not underestimate what you can learn online if you're listening to this you that means you have internet so you have access to so many resources at your disposal like and a lot of them free and it's how i've learned so many things along the way like i have my mba and i and i have to say like no shade to that program but I've learned so much posts and a lot of it has been through YouTube, like just so many uh, content creators and like I've learned so, so much online and, and I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Like editing for me is still something that I want to master. Like I'm in process or, or progress. <laughs> um, and to be transparent with you, during maternity leave, I had to outsource my editing I had to pay someone to edit my episodes because it takes so long and it's something that I'm not familiar with and it was really stressful for me to even consider editing while I was going through maternity leave because this will be another episode but I really thought that like I was gonna be fine and normal after a month and then it was like wait a minute girl all these hormones and everything who were you kidding so that was a big no I googled a lot of what I didn't know then I that led me to other resources that led me to other questions and so don't underestimate what you can learn online of course if you know exactly what you want to do and there's a structured program out there it's going to help you with accountability and with structuring the program so I'm not saying learn everything online but I'm just saying do not discredit or underestimate what you can learn online and don't allow the reason why you haven't that you, Don't allow the reason that you haven't gone to school for something to be the reason why you don't just start. I've heard this from a loved one recently. They're like, oh, one day I'm gonna go to culinary school one day and I was kind of like well hey you could go on YouTube start learning some of the recipes go on Skillshare go on Udemy whichever you know research a a kind of uh, system to learn small things about culinary or cooking and then you can see do you actually really like it do you want to invest in a culinary school or you know maybe you just wanted to learn recipes for your family but don't have this dream of one day you'll go to culinary school and then in the meantime not do anything about it because by doing you're going to discover what you might need to invest in and then you're you might discover hey i actually don't like this or i do like this oh my goodness i didn't even know that i could do this this way and so just research really leverage you could literally google anything you could even google like how many times was jk rowling denied publishing of harry potter before it went live like you could google anything to gain inspiration or to learn from and i know that you know this we all use google but i literally mean like gts and stop saying i don't know how to do xyz or one day i'm going to go to xyz school to learn xyz like you could just start now researching and then implementing because it's not enough to like just learn and then not implement knowledge what is it that they say knowledge is power but in reality nope it's not knowledge is potential power only if you apply what you learn lesson number three Allow others to help you. Before starting Paz and Perros, I asked my best friend Natasha and her co-host Janice some of the things I was confused about after I Googled and watched my YouTube videos. So I went and did the research and then I I leveraged them and I asked them questions. It's so important when, one, knowing to ask for help, allow others to help you. Um, the other thing that's very important is make sure that before you ask for help, you've done some initial research. Like it's a really big ask to just go like, how to start a podcast? And then you haven't Googled anything at all because that like, that person there's just so much information so you want to do some research and then that's gonna you're gonna have questions after researching and then go and reach out to a human because it's gonna be a better use of their time and you're gonna get more out of it because you've you've had clarity so that is a really really big thing and um, the podcast that my friends have is called Celeb Talk Girl Talk in case you want to check it out I asked them about hosting and like how do they do their snippets and all of that and it was just so helpful and it was vulnerable because I did have this thought of like oh my goodness I don't want to bother like I technically could google all of this so I think that's something culturally that I've picked up on and if you also come from a Latina household like there's a really big thing in our culture where it's like we don't really like to ask others for help we're like I know you know we have molestar i know like what i are gonna say or whatever and it's like um who said that you're bothering if you're asking somebody for help if anything you're giving them an opportunity to make a difference and to to help you and they're gonna be honored like wow you're asking me like you think i'm an expert in xyz and so don't don't assume that it's gonna bother them and let them tell you no if they can't help you then they'll let you know and then that's it it might not be because you're bothering just like they're busy and that's it and then you move on to the next person so definitely reach out for help as I mentioned I have a four month old and when I was postpartum I thought I was gonna do the podcast be able to do it fine and I didn't know how just emotionally and mentally draining it would be in the first couple of months and so I asked for help when it just became too much and I put on my Instagram saying I needed help with Paz and perros, and in exchange, I would offer my coaching service. So thank goodness, one of my listeners has a daughter, and that daughter has a friend. She helped me with social media posts, um, specifically when it came to the foster project. And then I had my good friend from high school who was like, "Hey, like, what type of help do you need?" And I told her like, "I need help reaching out to guests because that in itself takes time and research and reaching out." And she was like, "Okay, I got you. I'll help you." And then I also had. A third person step up and I met her through the third door mentor sessions. If you haven't read the book, it's one of my favorite books. And in the third door mentor sessions, one of the girls that I met, she also offered to help me. The only thing is I didn't end up leveraging her because I was so overwhelmed that I didn't even know like how to utilize like three people and i was like wait a minute and so then i i didn't do that but i asked for help i was vulnerable and look at the results it was amazing i was able to have guests lined up for when i returned from maternity leave and it was just like thanks to these girls they will forever have a place in my heart laura caroling and joey thank you so much for helping me when my hormones were fluctuating as i just gave birth and opening a laptop overwhelmed me during that time when malu was like me. Uh, like between months one through two and a half, to be honest. So that's the lesson I learned. Put your walls down, allow others to help you, and don't assume, just ask and hear your answer and don't give someone so much power. If you get a no, then you go and you ask somebody else. Um, So that is like such an important lesson, ask for help. Lesson number four, everyone started at zero. Every single person started at zero, everybody started somewhere. And what I will say to you is when you're in the research phase, one of the things you will do is you're gonna look and see who else out there might be doing a similar thing to whatever it is you're interested in doing. What I want you to remember is the fact that someone else doing something similar to what you wanna do is proof that your idea can work. Okay, It's if it exists, it could work for you for every coca-cola there's pepsi every mac there's a pc for instagram reels there's tiktok then there's costco and bjs and so because someone else doing something similar to you it does not mean that you're not going to start because someone else is also doing it because something i heard a long time ago that i truly believe in is there is medicine in your heart that only you can give there's someone out there who cannot understand the message because it's not coming from you that no matter who is sharing it with them for whatever reason they need to hear it from you but they're not hearing it because you are not just starting the thing that is something to remember everyone started at zero and when you're researching you're gonna you're you might feel like why should i start that if it already exists so remember that for every pepsi there's a coca-cola another thing i want you to realize is that it is very unfair for you to compare your beginning to somebody's five years in if somebody is one year into something five years in 10 years in and you're just starting how could you compare yourself to them it's not fair and even if you were comparing yourself to the beginning to their beginnings it's just like you're completely different you're on a different path it's not a fair comparison instead i want you to gain inspiration from but don't be jealous of it's really unfair and it's really mean to do that to yourself to be hard on yourself because you're not as good as somebody who's five years into a project have grace with yourself, you're just starting, you're on your own path, and all of us, we're pulling from different life experiences, we all have something to offer, and it just takes time to hone in on whatever skills, you're not born knowing how to read, you're not born knowing how to walk, and look at you out here doing all of that without even having to think about it, so it takes time, so the same thing is like, you're not born knowing how to be on camera, you might have not been in a position where you had to publicly speak, and so you need more practice, and so All of those things, what's amazing is that they're skills and you can learn them. So because you don't know them now, doesn't mean that you won't ever, like you can. So I want you to remember that. Please, please, please remember that. When you're in a comparison rut, remind yourself to be inspired by and not jealous of. So lesson number five, be kind with yourself. When learning anything, you're going to make mistakes. Oh my goodness, you're gonna make mistakes. I challenge you to view your failure as lessons and view every new attempt as an experiment. Do you remember in school when you had to do science projects and they had you do those like three part boards and have a hypothesis, your data, your results, etc.? Okay, so when you were conducting those experiments, you had to say at the end, was your hypothesis correct? So were your assumptions correct? And you would say, yes, it was, or no, it wasn't. And you didn't receive a failing grade because your hypothesis was incorrect. You were graded just the same. The focus was, was the hypothesis correct or not? And so imagine if you viewed life in this way, like an experiment. It's just like, I'm going to try this. Oh, it didn't work. Okay, failed experiment. Let's go on to the next one. That means I got to try something else. Did that work? Nope, nope. Let me keep going until it works. Like, imagine how many times Thomas Edison, like, created the light bulb and, like, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. And I think it was, like, 100 plus times before it worked. Imagine he would have given up after attempt number five. Who knows what light would have looked like this day? Or maybe somebody else would have invented it. Who knows? But, like, don't view things like they're never going to work because they don't work the first time around so i'm going to share with you some of the failures that i've had that you wouldn't know listening to my podcast on a weekly basis maybe if i post, post it on instagram but there were nights that i was editing the podcast the night before because i didn't plan my week well because i also have a nine to five glitches would happen and then it would go for me like editing about four to five hours, like no lie. Because one, I, I'm not that familiar with it and I would have to like Google away and figure it out. I didn't have someone who could help me in that short time frame, And so yeah, that... You could imagine the stress on nights like that. The mistake there was not planning days ahead and like managing my time well. And I'm still learning how to plan properly. It's a whole new kind of job, if you will. And in just all the steps you have to take to have a podcast running. So I'm still learning, but definitely through those mistakes is how I have been planning better. So those mistakes were important and necessary. Um, Another mistake that I had was that I didn't plan like my social media posts and then I'll wait until day of. And if I wasn't, if I had a really busy day at work, I didn't have the inspiration. That day. So then I would post it, but it wasn't something that I really was like super proud of. So that was like another quote unquote mistake. And then I learned from it. So let's instead of mistake, let's call it experiment. <laughs> um, okay. Um, another mistake was not taking good reference notes to the episode. And I realized this might not land if you don't have a podcast. So you're like, wait, what? How is that important? But the point is that your girl was procrastinating and not planning ahead. So what I say to you is everybody makes mistakes expect it, learn from it, move on. Don't overlearn from a mistake, like learn from it and then move on. Don't go back every day and harp on yourself as to like, I should never do this because I made this mistake and means this or whatever. No, it's just what can you learn from it and then move on. Be kind to yourself be kind with yourself to yourself however it is you say it like that is like the really biggest thing you're gonna make mistakes and just be kind to yourself when you make those mistakes you are human you're learning you're in progress lesson number six is be patient you are not gonna see the metrics you're expecting right away when starting something new think about how everything is a process I think when we look at social media, we see some of the people who have gained really high exposure in a really short time frame. And we think to ourselves, that's how it is for everyone. And that only the people who are really good at this are going to be able to achieve those results quickly, etc." cetera. That's just a snippet of reality. That's just a snippet. And that's not really how it works for the majority of people, including those people that it optically appears like it was overnight. You're not seeing what's below the iceberg. And so Again, it, it goes into the same thing of you're comparing yourself and, and going to stop because you're comparing yourself and it's not working out for you in the same way. No. Like, look at even businesses. Some of the products and businesses that we consume every single day – are not profitable but you wouldn't know that because you're seeing all the success from outside but like amazon wasn't profitable they started out selling books and look at the giant they are today then there's netflix i'm not sure if they're profitable yet last i had read a couple of years ago they weren't so don't quote me here but the point is like start looking to see the the things you consume yourself on an everyday basis and like they might not even be profitable and you didn't even know it. The other thing is like read people's biographies and you're gonna start to see that it doesn't work overnight and that can give you inspiration. So you're gaining inspiration you're not being jealous of. To expect that your entire life's work is going to be done in a week or a year it's just really unrealistic and is a quick way to set yourself up for failure for me when it comes to the podcast that's why lesson number one is focus on your why i go back to my why i go back to my north star and i'm like okay that's what's important so for me it's like if i can get one person to take action one person to adopt one person to rescue one person to donate their towels at their local shelter another person to start feeding their dogs better another person to take their dog to the dentist if i can get people to to do those things. That's my metric for success. And also in the being patient is that it takes time. A lot of times we don't even know the impact that we're having because there are conversations that are happening when we're not in the room. And it's a really important reminder: be patient with yourself, with the time it takes to achieve a goal. I know that a lot of us have heard the quote like, um, "Enjoy the journey, not the result." And sometimes when you're in the rut of it, you're like, "Oh, what does that even mean? That's so cheesy. Whatever." But Literally, like, think about that journal that like enjoy the journey in pursuit of what you want to achieve. Because sometimes, let's say you reached all of your goals tomorrow, then what? Right? And so, it's a process. Be patient. Just because it doesn't happen in one year does not mean that it won't ever work out. As you're going through the journey, what you can do is learn from all the experiments that you're conducting and Then you pivot, you move things along like you don't want to keep doing the same things over again and expect different results, but you want to go ahead and like, okay, I've been trying this for X amount of time. Let me go and try something else. Let me ask this person for help. Let me go over here and try something different and like even... For me, if I were to see that the metrics are going down, then I'm going to see what creative things I can try. So again, just really harping on the fact that you need to be patient with yourself. You're learning as you go. Things will become clear through action, not through just thinking about things. And it's okay to change your mind, to be unapologetic about experimenting and changing your focus that is totally okay okay mi gente so those are the six lessons that i've learned of having 20 podcast episodes air i hope that one if not all of the lessons resonated with you i hope you take the next couple of minutes take the momentum and energy that hopefully you got from this episode and jot down like what can you do next and what i will say to you it's scary starting something new, failing publicly. It feels a lot. It brings a lot of emotions, man. It really does. But I want you to just do. Do despite the fear. I don't want you to be fearless and like not be afraid of shit it's like no you're gonna be afraid but just do it anyway do it anyway you're gonna see that you get braver as you go then you uncover a different fear but then you're gonna be like oh shit I'm scared and I'm doing anyway look at me and it's gonna give you confidence like never before if there's any way that I can help you in your journey whether you want to begin fostering whether you want to begin a podcast even I mean hey I'm a beginner but like if I could do it so could you and I could share with you any tips um as someone who just recently started right so definitely reach out to me let me know if you tried anything it, when it comes to your passion project like if you dm me on instagram and let me know that you like raquel i heard this episode and it caused me to reach out to my shelter i heard this episode and it caused me to like tell my resina who was telling me about how bad pit pulls are and i tell her actually it's mentira that's not true I did that because I listened to your episode. Oh my goodness, let me know because you're going to bring me to tears and it will help me and keep on going from this goal that I have, which is to get all of you animal lovers to do to get involved. I really hope that you begin doing whatever it is you're feeling compelled to do. I will be rooting for you. I will be rooting for you as you go. Thank you so much for the gift of your time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was something new. Let me know if you did because maybe I'll recap when I'm like 50 episodes in. So let me know if this resonated. DM me with any questions. Also, if you haven't left a review, please leave me a review. It really helps keep the show growing. And you'll be helping me in my mission to help animal lovers become proactive animal lovers. Thank you for your time.